magic, though. This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. How, how are we going to start this madness? What do you mean? It's already started. Oh, no, really? So <laughs> 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 is this. Where am I? Are we doing introductions? Who is, who is this guy that you, you kidnapped from another podcast? I don't know. It's your show. You tell me. This is episode oh. 130. 130, and this is, of course, the infamous softcore Jeff from VCR. And, and that's that's all I got. No, you don't want to talk with <laughs> Oh, come on. You have <laughs> you, you, you yeah. do you do snazzy intros on VCR. Oh, that's because I have like time to like think about them. Uh, see, that, that's that's the problem, bro. That's the problem. Sean has trained you guys to uh, to to it's be too training. structured. I told you, there's whips involved. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen minutes of plug. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Get out of line. <clears throat> Get out of line. You're all done. Flies all the way from L.A. to my house. Kicks my ass. <laughs> better, better next week. He's a, he's an intimidating guy in real life. I've never met him. He's all the way over there. I'm all the way over here. But we love Sean. We love Chris. It's it's the horrifying freedom of a freeform podcast. You don't know what to do. I want to talk about this comic book. This this digital only video game related comic book because I know Martin wants to crap all over it. Oh man, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, you're going to have to fill me in because I have no idea. About well, that's this. awesome. Okay, good. So it'll, that'll give me a, a purpose. That'll give me a little bit of structure to, to talking about this. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll fill in. And, you know, like uh, the, the initial announcement pissed me off a little bit more than uh, the aftermath, I guess you would say. Um, as per usual. As per usual. Uh, I, uh, I wasn't on last episode, which is good because uh, Nick and I on the Nerd Legion podcast – what was it, episode ninety nine? I guess yeah, ninety nine. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of crapped all over this uh, this Valiant app that came out. Um, I, <laughs> I don't want I don't want to talk about it today. We're not gonna do that. Nick 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 heard enough. Is your dog getting attacked by a chicken? I have it. I don't know what it does, but I have it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. I'll, I'll do that. Nick yeah, we've already enough. talked about it uh, for about fifty five minutes. We we so. well no 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 on on record we talked about it. Uh, I think it was about thirty forty minutes. But I also cut out about 45 other minutes <laughs> after the outro where I completely obliterated this app. Um, anyways, that's never going to see the light of day, so it doesn't matter. We're not going to talk about the app. Congratulations, Valiant, on your app. That's amazing. Uh, I'm not going to use it because uh, there's, no, there's no Android app, dude. Come on. Seriously? Oh. Oh. Listen, I know uh, all you money bags have iPhones and all that. Okay. No, I only I only have an iPhone. I don't know. I don't even know why. Really, I don't know. I got one for free with AT and T, and you can still kind of do that without getting into. That. Listen, if you have a cell phone and you have a cell phone plan, don't get into the thing where they finance you the phone. Mm-mm. It's garbage. It's garbage. You gotta you gotta work it a little bit now, but I still just this last time for my iPhone five. Yes, I'm rocking a friggin' iPhone five. So money bags nothing, bro. It's <laughs> obsolete technology right now. I'm just glad I can play Game Boy games on it. To be honest. Hey, you know what? Um, Chris is a flip phone, so you know, iPhone think, five. That's like future tech. <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, it's not. You know, it does everything that I needed to for the most part. But it's. You know, I got it for free with the with the two year contract and whatever. And that's it. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need. I don't need to be on the cutting edge of stuff. Sure. Not really. Sure. You know, what are we talking about? iPhones. So yeah. Hellblade. That's Hellblade. A new game coming out. 
yep. from Ninja Theory. And yes. I got them confused with Team Ninja initially. And I was like, oh, cool. These are the guys that did the really awesome, solid Ninja Gaiden reboot games. And then I Googled them. And I'm like, no, wait a second. This is a different thing. That's funny because I, I was the other way around. When I first read the announcement, I was like, who the hell is this studio? And then after <laughs> I calmed down the next day, I was like, oh, Team Ninja. That's going to be awesome. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no. It's not Team Ninja. But, uh, yeah, it, look, it looks good. Actually, you know what? Um, Nick and I, before you got on, were talking about this uh, game sale on uh, GOG.com, the okay. Super Summer Sale. And it's actually one of the featured pre-orders um, on the main page. Uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice is what the game is called. Um, yes. and it, 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 it looks good. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really good. I, this is, this is, I've run the full the full gauntlet of emotions today because now I'm really actually excited and I want to get this game uh, and Valiant's doing a, a one-off comic book for it um, that's unfortunately only uh, available if you pre-order it on either Steam or, or GOG like you said yep. I have every single video game console that is in existence that's not like super obscure and I don't have a really good PC and this uh, is coming out not on PS4 but you can't get the comic on nope. PS4 nope it's comic pre-order comic yeah. is exclusive only to Steam which wait Martin well God just gives you a uh, Steam key you, so you, you go you to Steam and me, redeem the key you know me with the clickety clack games you, yes, I, I do. And I, you, you know me I, in I am, PC Master Race. I am not part of the Master Race. No thank you, good sir. Mm. See, now what you're going to this digital now, comic book, then? Now you're going to miss out on a digital comic book because you're not part of the PC Master Race. Can I buy the game and then send the code to the Valiant offices and say, thanks, but no thanks, but thanks for the digital comic? I mean, uh, No. It's Steam exclusive. I mean, you can ask. I'm not going to ask for you. I'm still a little no. upset. No, I would like to send them the key. Like, I don't want this. I want your damn comic. Oh, like, <laughs> here, here's your key. Print me a comic. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I I, I did definitely send uh, Dinesh a PM did you? on Facebook. Oh, I sent them a PM, ago. too. Like, like, hey, no, uh, no love for PS4, bro. Like, what's up with this? And then I asked him if he could give me any little nuggets for for VCP, so you guys would have a reason to, you know, have me back on at some point. Um, <laughs> and I've, mm -hmm. I've yet to get a response. Um, you know, I, I mean, we, I, I talked about this last time I was on with with Paul that I, I hate, I hate not being able to get something. Yeah. Well, you the know? the and thing is, this is not a Valiant comic, though. I mean, it's not in the Valiant universe, but it's Correct. still put oh. out by Valiant. And I, I, now that I see this, and now that I see who these guys are, like they've put out some some legit games. Yeah, yeah they did a because I because I recognize the name Devil May Cry. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. So the the reboot, which yeah, right, was right, yeah, game, but it was a trash interpretation of the original. Oh sure, original. no, and I I love that game. That did game you, was I, great. Gameplay wise, it was it was phenomenal. It just as it far had as style what, for days. It, sure, sure. I just don't, you know, I don't know. I I was fond of the the originals, and they kind of, you know, I don't know, wanted to kind of crap all over that legacy, and and I, I don't know, do the whole like mind control soda thing. 
Mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. seen that so many times now that the only time it was good when it was clearly a parody in uh, Sunset Overdrive. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that game. Yep. And that whole game was just a whole giant parody of of so many things, and I love it. It's great. But that oh yeah, you know you get the you get the the mind control on the soda bit. Like get out of here with that. They just did that <laughs> freaking Gen Zero for Christ's sake. Why not? They can go they can go make a, a Gen Zero DMC crossover comic and print it so I can actually buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm yeah just... they did that. Go ahead, and, go ahead. And, uh, enslaved Odyssey to the West, which didn't do as good as uh, they thought. I it loved was that. Ooh. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It looks good. Um, loved and, it. Uh, da, 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 Heavenly Sword. Heavenly which, Sword, uh, yeah. That was okay. Was, was, I don't know. Everybody, I think everybody thought that that was going to be Girl God of War, which I guess it kind of was. I, I never was. finished it, but... Yeah, yeah. So it was... It was solid. It was one of the first launch games, so you can't expect much. Look, and here's also, the thing: like, as far as the video game is concerned, I think it looks it looks really, really good. That's cool. It looks really good. I, I put the uh, I put the link in the chat, Nick. If you didn't see it yet, um, no, I didn't. But you can just go to gog.com and scroll down, like halfway down, you'll see a banner um, that goes across the page for Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Uh, it's thirty bucks, PC only, um, which is fine. It, this is like a, a small publisher. Well, it's. I mean, you can get it on PS4. You just can't get the freaking comic book. Well, yeah. That. You know what you get? You know what you get if you pre-order it on PS4 is a theme. A oh, theme. There you go. You get a custom theme. Is there which... a is there a Valiant V on the theme? No, and I I have the friggin' Valiant themes. <laughs> uh, I bought I bought the Rye one because it looks awesome on my gigantic television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No game for PS4. <laughs> no Valiant games really. Period. And you guys want to get into that conversation? I, I, man, ideas for days. But yeah, I, I bought it and I just, oh man, it's such a drag. I want yeah. to get the comic. How comic? Who well, I, wrote I, it uh, and drew it? Oh yeah. Um, do they say? I think the the creative director wrote it. To me, Mantinitis, which, by the way, that's an awesome name. Uh, but the artist, uh, Templesmith. Wow. Your boy. My boy. Mr. Fancy Suit himself. Absolutely. But, uh, so I, I don't know, like, my only thing is I don't know what the Valiant Connection is. I mean, I'll, I'll happily talk about this game. The game looks awesome. I'm, I'm probably going to get it. It's 30 bucks. Um, DRM free. You don't need, like, online connection to play it. Like, I like that kind of stuff, you know? And it's coming out the first week of August. But the thing nice. is, like, the, the announcement that I saw was from Valiant, and I read it, and I was like, what does this have to do with Valiant? <laughs> because the only thing, like, the only connection to Valiant is there's a Valiant V on the front cover. But it's a digital oh. comic, so, I mean, they're not putting the comic out. Because it's not available, hey. like, on Comixology, for example. Maybe they're following in the footsteps of Acclaim. All right, so that was the other thing. So my initial comment when I posted this on the, the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Valiant Central, um, was that, that, to me, this feels kind of like jumping the shark. Okay, mm. because I've been, I've been touting the fact that over the last, I don't know, two, two three months that things are really coming together where we're getting back to basics. They're really focusing on the comics. They're bringing back the stuff that, you know, fans love both old and new, right? There's, they're striking a balance. And now like this, 
So <laughs> it just it it seems weird to me. Like, are, are you pl- are you attracting valiant fans to this comic? Because there's a V on the front. I well, maybe you're that... maybe you're attracting video game fans that might check out some of your other comics. Just because it has the same tone. You just know, because there's a V on like the front. The mother. But just because well, there's a V on the front. So, hey, some people are a little crazed that if they fall in love with a game, they might check out uh, the soundtrack. They might buy a T-shirt, or they might be like, "Oh, well, they did this." You know, just like Dead Space. Dead Space came out with a comic book. Yeah. And people that love the video game, they might check that out, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, Ben Templesmith drew that. Sure. Well, it could be the same exact thing for this. Ben Templesmith drew that. I wonder if he did other stuff from this Valiant. Well, and, you know, and, and so Justin from Collective Valiant posted uh, quite a few comments in the thread about mm-hmm. why this doesn't make sense. Uh, granted, his, his point of view is a little bit different because – He's a, he's a hardcore collector, right? So he wants physical copies of the books. And this is not a physical comic. It's a digital-only comic that you can yes. only get if you pre-order, and that's it. Um, Stop saying that. Well, that's what it is. What do you mean? <laughs> it's it's that, well, Martin, that every time I hear it. That, that's part Martin, of my point, though. That's part of my point. But like, don't you think, like, it's a little crazy that why not put it on a piece of cardboard that Best Buy or Amazon or GameStop would sell. Well, like it no... still has the digital code, but there's also a digital code for the comic book. And then the collectors like Justin would just be like, well, I have the digital code. Here's my code that I'm going to read on a device. And here's my code that I'm going to seal up and, you know, hold on to. And, and now I have my collected physical bit. Right. They've done that with other PC games. Sure. I'm surprised they wouldn't do it here. That's what I don't understand what the partnership is. Yeah. What is the Honestly, partnership? Probably just just a little piece of cross promotion. Just just a little like hey, you know, cuz here we are, here we are now I I got an email about a thing and I get a million emails, not a million, but we get a bunch of emails from Hunter. Here's what they're doing. Sometimes I look at them like, yeah, that's great. I've never been to a comic book convention. Sue me guys. Never been to a comic book convention. There's not any that Valiant's coming to near me. So whatever. So I see that today. I'm like, all right, yeah. Whoopity deal. And I see this. I'm like, huh? All right. This is kind of interesting. And now here we are talking about this game. And now I'm on the precipice of shelling out 30 bucks. But to get so this that, thing on PS4 to play because it, it looks good. That's my point and exactly, though. Would, that's my point exactly. I heard about it. That's my point exactly, though. I don't have any issue with the game, and I—I I mean, I probably would have seen it because Nick and I talk about games, and he, like I said, he already mentioned the GOG sale, not even knowing about this thing. No, no clue. And I saw this on the front page, so I would have seen this regardless. But again, I game, right? I would have. I I never would have seen it. Never. Well, if, yeah, unless, if, not, if you hadn't seen it on GOG. Well, dude, I don't dude. go to God, <laughs> so I would have never ever. Well, seen Well, but that. they had a sale, and you found out about the sale, and you went. You know, that's you, that's what I mean. That's that's because I follow GameStop. Ah, okay, that makes sense. It's so. Ninja Theory is basically putting this out themselves. It's it's, yes. it's very much an indie game, and they're touting it as an indie game, and they're saying that it's you know maybe half the size of a AAA title for half the price, which you know still makes it. If we reduce our fractions, uh, you know, me not paying full price for a brand new game, although this one I, 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 I think I will, um, I, that I wouldn't have otherwise heard about. And 
I think if if people are, you know, if you go on Ninja Theory's website right now, they're they're all but. I don't know if they have a Kickstarter, but they sound like they might be right there. Mm-hmm. They don't have a major company backing them. There's no Capcom involved with this this time. There's no Disney sure. involved with it this time. It's it's just them. Uh, if all Valiant has to do is slap their logo on it to get it into the hands of all the people that are going to pre-order this game, or to, uh, I'm sorry, not because it's not a physical comic, um, to get it, you know, in the eyes and hearts and minds of everybody that's buying this game, and vice versa. Everybody that's you know reading Valiant and checking out all the news and listening to this podcast is going to be looking at this game now. It's just a brilliant piece of, of cross promotion. For yeah, I think, for I think... but but for the game developer, I don't, I don't I don't see what the advantage is for Valiant. So Nick, you were talking about you know having the V on the cover like that will introduce people to Valiant. I don't think so at all. I think that people hey... the people are going to get this that really want to know what this property is about that read the comic and thoroughly enjoy it, they're not going to be like, oh, like Valiant puts it out. They're going to be like, oh, this game's awesome. I'm going to play the shit out of this game. You see what I mean? I, I still think, well, I'm going to go down two roads. It could, it, it, if the game's good enough, which when I played Dead Space, that was good enough. And guess Ooh. what? I went and read the digital comic book. I love Dead Space. And then I bought physical comic books. Yeah. And I could easily... I, I could easily see it going that way, and then all of a sudden they're like, and so many people go onto wiki pages and like, well, let me see what else Valiant's doing. I'll read like a summary of of what they're putting out, Mm -hmm. and maybe something might catch their imagination. Or could Valiant be doing this because they want to either get the writer or Ben Templesmith under their umbrella to be able to do another series or an, or some more covers. Well, I mean, Temple Temple Smith's done uh, Valiant covers for a long time. Yes, so I know. They, they already have a relationship. This, but this might be a bone that is like Temple Smith wanted to do this, so he went to Valiant to be able to subsidize him getting paid to do this. All right, so you don't so, know how. So that's possible. Yes, that is possible. However. Here's, here's what I would have liked. It, but doesn't here, it sound almost like they should have done a Patreon? Like, I think Jeff's going somewhere with that. Yeah, pa- like a Patreon, it, a Kickstarter, something. I think yeah, that would have worked out then, better. Because then everybody who wanted a digital copy of just the comic book, they could have supported it ahead of time for 10 20 bucks and yep. got a digital code. And not even that. I guarantee you, okay? Remember the, the, the Harbinger Renegade coupons? You buy, mm-hmm. you get the four coupons. You send ten bucks. You get a comic in a year. I guarantee you, if they had done, you buy this, pre-order this game for twenty nine ninety nine, and you get a code. And when the game comes out, you you get your code. You you mail the code in or whatever the hell. You email it to somebody. Like, dude, it, it's freaking twenty seventeen. Like, there's technology. You know what I mean? Like, type it in somewhere, and then it pops up a form where you pay ten dollars. And they'll send you a print version of the comic. I guarantee you, a bunch of Valiant fans would do it just because there's a V on the front. I mean, if I you, can it, argue with that, if people are, if you're people, looking at this from a completely different route, because the game company probably does more business than Valiant does. I mean, they might. So that's right. my that's my point though. What is the gain for Valiant? 
because for for this gaming company, this is awesome. Like I'm I'm buying thir- I'm going to spend thirty dollars on this game. The game looks great. Mm-hmm. Jeff's going to get a PC. I don't care about the no. comic. <laughs> no, I'm just going to get it on PS4, and I'm gonna <laughs> you're, I'm gonna read. You're gonna you're gonna email me your your friggin' Kindle. Well, and so, so that so up, yeah, so, so that, the book. that's the other thing, right? So everything's DRM free. So I'm sure one person's gonna buy this game, and then all the people at Valiant Comic fans are gonna have a copy of it. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Can't say that. Uh, dude, I guarantee you. Absolutely. I guarantee. I've already seen comments about it. And I and I guarantee you the way Jeff's doing it, that is three or four percent of the people that will have this digital comic book. Yep. Now I did illegally. Also, I did all yeah, oh for sure. Illegally. By, by far more like, people. Like I don't have... see a lot of people like buying it on PS four and then like, hey, I bought the game. Just because it isn't available on PS four, now I'm going to track down the the digital code for it and the digital file and you know, hey, now I should I should be able to read it. I did buy this damn game. Well, I mean, the comic I, is DRM free though, so technically it's not illegal to share it. You see what I mean? Sure, 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 sure. Um, but like I said, I've already seen comments about it, and I know somebody asked if they were going to be sending out preview copies of the comic for reviewers. They're mm-hmm. not doing that. Mm. So that further brings up my point: What is the involvement here? Just to have the Valiant V on it. However, here, here here's what I would have liked to see. This is a promotion I would have appreciated. Okay? They're doing this comic, fine, whatever, don't care. As as the as the story starts, there's like a valiant splash screen or whatever as part of the origin story. That could have been cool. Um, there's like a, a secret unlock. You pre order the game, you can unlock Ninjack to play as Ninjack in this Hellblade game. Alright, there you go. Okay. Because all right, no, no, no. Because hold on, because hold on, because they, uh, they, they are all about the ninja stuff. That's the right. Name of the country company, right? They, sure. they, they like that all their games. You know, everybody fights like ninjas and stuff. Maybe that's it. Maybe what we're seeing, maybe this is the little seed for a ninja game, right? Ninja versus a valiant universe. See? Why? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they determined that Ninja Jack was like the most marketable property. I don't, but hey, you know what? They're doing it, and true, man. I can't wait to watch that show, and it's, I'm glad that everybody else is in it because Ninjak's not my favorite. It's not my least sure. favorite, but he's not my favorite. This maybe is the the uh, you know beginning stages of that partnership. And I would be For down them with to put that. out a Ninja. If, if this is the team that's going to be putting out a Valiant game, totally cool. I don't even need that in a presser, okay? But what I'm saying is, what should have been in the presser is, pre-order this game, you get a, a Ninjak skin pack, okay? So when the game comes out, you don't want to play as Senua or whoever the main character is. You can pick Ninjak, and I guarantee you, Valiant fans, without a question, they wouldn't even look at screenshots of the game, okay? They don't even, they, they don't even own a PC. They own a Mac. They still buy the game. Just because there's a valiant yep. character in it, I guarantee yeah, you'd you sell a lot more. That's a missed opportunity. Yeah, missed opportunity. So we'll see. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. But I think I think long game, and I think we've kind of, we've kind of organically arrived at the point that I was hoping that we get to in this podcast, anyways. Which is, what do we want to see out of a valiant game? Uh, but I they've probably just sold that many more. I there's. I'm I'm gonna buy it, Martin. You? Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. 
All right, Nick. Uh, no, I'm not gonna buy it. Okay. Right. <laughs> so they got they got they got two out of three with with you know just by slapping their V logo on it. Mission two accomplished. So now uh, hey, no. look at look at this exposure that we just got you guys. Let's talk. You know, let's talk Ninjak game. Mm, I will say I've nice I've I've purchased very few video game uh, comics. Uh, I know our buddy Mike was talking about it. There's plenty of them. That's fine. Actually, you know what? Mike's getting all those Atari comics, Nick. Um, nice. They've got a centipede and something else, I think. How they made wow, them to a comic, I don't know, but that's, <laughs> yeah, that's how. What, what kind of story could you possibly... <laughs> hey, I don't know. They're putting it out. Um, but, but Aaron was mentioning Injustice because he knows I read Injustice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and my comment to that is that Injustice is completely different. Because the Injustice comic has something to do with the story in the game, first of all. Second of all, it's the characters that are in the game that also happens to be an Elseworlds story of characters that I really love. Okay? So that was my only thing. If this Hellblade, thing, this Hellblade comic somehow had valiant characters in it, totally get it. My thing was that there wasn't. And so comparing it to Injustice is not even close. Which, by the way, Injustice is freaking amazing. Both uh, the game yeah, the game and I, the comic. I miss Elseworld, but we've been preaching that for a year now. Mm-hmm. And that's the only Elseworld closeness that we even get. You know, Jack and I were talking about that last night because we recorded... Uh, Ronnie, Ronnie's too busy to record podcasts anymore. Um, so, uh, so I got on with Jack on the Marvel podcast and we talked Marvel Comics. Um, and he, he doesn't like Secret Empire, but I, I really dug it. And the reason is, it's an Elseworlds story. And so mm. you, you can kind of put aside all the crappiness of, of any character because it's like a 180 take on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, you saw that picture I sent you on Twitter with the, the, the Hydra Punisher. Heck yeah. That was pretty sweet, dude. Absolutely. That was pretty sweet. Jeff, I know, I know. Uh, if you read anything but Valiant, Chris will kill you. But um, <laughs> Secret Empire is pretty fun, man. I'm telling you. Secret Empire. No, I've got, uh, I got some other stuff queued up. Did you? Okay. Other, I do, I do occasionally dabble in uh, uh, comic adaptations of of video games. Actually, I'm looking across the room. I have a. Uh, it was a comic adaptation of God of War, which wasn't very good. <laughs> mm. That I I paid I paid money for. Um, yeah, yeah, they're not always they're not always great. I I you probably yeah I I would, I would say if Injustice is working for you that's good. It's just kind of one off license you know whatever things. Yeah, usually, I get you. At least in my experience, it's kind of meh. Hey you Jeff, know. I know you yeah. love you love the video games. Do you do digital do. comics? Uh, well, all right. So as I talked with Paul, I do have a subscription to Marvel Unlimited. If I really, really have to own something and pay for it, mm-hmm. um, uh, it doesn't happen all that often. Because I'm gonna, because <laughs> I'm gonna I, recommend I, something that's on Comicsology. It's on sale right now on the Dynamite yeah. sale, and mm-hmm. it's the Art of Atari. Oh yeah, that's so good. It's, so it's actually like a written book, but it's it's a graphically written. Like there's 
beautiful photography of all of the old Atari cartridges, which are real trippy. They are crazy looking. Um, and the book, if you buy it on, on the sale right now, it's like $5. It's so cheap, but really, really like beautiful covers. That's, um, that's something I would almost want to own a physical copy of. I, I, I'm still buying a ton of Valiant stuff. I still got one of every issue that comes out. I got all the trades, all the hardcovers, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, I don't usually buy other comic books. If I want to read something, I, I try to keep it to digital. I have paid for other comics, Sandman stuff. I bought that. That is something that I would be interested in, but I would almost rather have a physical copy of that. I have a closet full of strategy guides. Hmm. Oh, and nice. other oh, I other video game related books that well you know what it all started with me dude was was back when I was a kid I used to I used to dust off the old NES instruction manuals every <laughs> once in a while and just read the little stories at the beginning and I was uh-huh. like God <laughs> yep, damn yep. it I wish there was more to this yep and of course back then not a lot of games had a whole lot of story in them and I nope. you know then I'd, I'd, I'd you know write little stories of my own with you know all the Nintendo guys hanging out and doing stuff and whatever probably before Valiant was doing Captain N um, <laughs> yeah, no, that that sounds awesome, dude. Man, I miss my Atari. It, it was a casualty of a a move, and I'll never forgive my mother for for throwing it out because we had all of them. You know what's really great about those too? Not to just completely ramble, but there's a there's a whole world that exists between seventy science fiction novels and um, uh, uh, Atari video games. The covers, the cover art. Mm. Mm. You know yeah. that that style that just like ah man and it just you don't see it that often anymore and it puts so much more depth into those games than was actually ever there like if you look at i don't know just take uh missile command look at the you look at the the label <laughs> the cover oh, yeah. missile command looks like there's some serious stuff going on in there uh, yeah. like you know a couple lines and that's, you know, but that's that's what's in that art of atari like you uh, look at some of the like beautiful images and it's like it, it they look like they're from like star wars or uh battlestar galactica space 1999 like just those retro like late 70s painted like movie posters mm, yeah oh so beautiful so yeah. so so good so, oh okay all right yeah, yeah so yeah. head head to the amazons and pick that book up you won't yeah. you won't regret it oh yeah Oh yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah, there it is, Missile Command, right on the front. There you go. No kidding. Dynamite. I, yeah, I always loved Maybe. Indian. I I love the instruction booklets that, and Nintendo was really good with this, that gave you like the last couple pages that were blank, so you could write notes. Mm. I miss that because yes. it was always like. I gotta retrace my steps. How many doors did I go through? How many turns <laughs> did I make? Because this little boy can't remember any of that. Stuff. Dude, that's that's why when Jeff was talking about strategy guys, it brought back so many memories, man. Because back then you needed uh, them, you know. There was no yeah. there was no internet. Like that was your internet. Go buy a strategy yep. guide. Yep. God, it was so good. Oh, yeah, and then, the you, good old then, then you just then you just sat there and like read one page, moved your character like <laughs> and then read the next page. <laughs> oh my god. Good times, good times. Good times indeed. Good times and indeed. you know what they're they're phasing out this is a weird thing too. They're they're phasing out instruction manuals and it 
drives me nuts, man. The last, the first game that I bought that didn't come with an instruction manual was Halo 4. Mm. And I, of course, I overpaid like crazy for whatever ridiculous Super Duper Collector's Edition that they came out with that was going to be so much more limited than the Halo Reach one, and you weren't going to be able to get it after the fact for a fraction of the price, and of course, that's exactly yep. the way it went. Yeah. And I open up the and there's no instruction manual in there, and I'm like... You know, you know, meanwhile, you, you came in this giant crate with, like, a statue and, like, all this other stuff, and there's all this really, really cool stuff, and I'm like, where's the goddamn instruction manual? Yeah. <laughs> You're chasing it out. All the games have tutorials in them, not that, not that they haven't been doing that for, for 10, 15 years anyways. Yeah. And they're cutting down on... Yep. And I've seen... Um, I bought a DS game not that long ago that had a, a, a slimmed-down uh, instruction manual on it, and come to find... In it, rather, and come to find out... There were two different versions of that manual that were put out. One of them is, you know, two, three pages. There might be a blank page at the end for notes. And it says, go go to such and such website and read the full instruction manual. Or you oh can get the full God. instruction manual, <laughs> another copy of the game. And as far as I know, I don't know any way to tell the difference on that. So I've bought, I've bought instruction manuals to put with these games that had the crappy ones. And it just, ugh. No kidding. Yeah, I, whoa, whoa. The, the last couple games I've actually purchased has... All, all you get, you get a couple card stocks of whatever the publisher is. Here's their next game. Yeah. And you're you're lucky if you get one card that says go to, for a tutorial or instruction manual, go to such and such website. And you're lucky to get that on card stock. Now they've been printing them for consoles on the back of the cover. Mm. So when you open up the clear case, you see it through the cover through the case it's it's, it's, a, it's a it's a cost it's a cost savings measure so it is it is i get it but it's still i don't know it's something i would lament the the absence and and downfall of instruction manuals <laughs> is something that i uh i lament greatly yeah the atari book looks nice and dynamite's getting the money for that that's uh ouch yeah mm-hmm. well dynamite's smart dude Say what you will about Dynamite. Dynamite's smart. Yep. Dynamite's Fair point. very smart. Um, and that's that yeah. Sovereign's book was actually pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it actually is. Okay. Yep. So I know, I know. Send your hate mail to at who's Paul on Twitter. He'll uh, happily talk to your haters. <laughs> what? Um, well, you know, you know, you know, Valiant fans and Dynamite fans don't get along because uh, of the thing. Um, but yeah, that book was good, dude. It was really, really good. I was very surprised. Very, very surprised. Um, now that's their their sort of culmination of all the gold key properties that they put out. Well, yes. So they're doing. I think it's a mini, and then they're gonna be releasing um, the solo books like slowly over time. I think Turok might be the first one to come out. Um, hmm. and I remember I saw the creative team for it, and that actually I was pretty surprised by it so I, I don't know who it was but i remember it being uh <laughs> i remember it being good i was like really they're they're doing that huh that's cool i'm gonna get that uh again send your hate mail to at who's paul on twitter because uh, i don't read that shit you want to hate on something go away yeah amen unless we're hating on something then it's okay oh i hate on all kinds of shit <laughs> well, i mean we I have the platform you know, you want to hate on something, get a get a platform for your hate. Here, here's the thing too. Like Paul, Paul used to get angry 
because uh, Paul always plays the bad guy on the podcast, and half the time he doesn't even believe the shit he says. He just talks, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's that's his character. Yeah, it's it's so. part of it's part of the show. You know what I mean? But people that listen, like they take that seriously. So you know, Paul Paul is the center of many a joke because of that. Um, because people more often than not believe the persona over actual over real Paul. Paul's a real boy, guys. Oh, episode title. Mm-hmm. Episode title. <laughs> yeah, Paul is a real boy. Paul was busy tonight, by the way. He, I think he's, he just he just texted me. He's on the way home. But uh, that's a that, long day. Yeah. Is that Bell? Is that a real Bell? Yeah, bro. It's my concierge is Bell. Sound See. You have one of those things? Oh, you son of a gun! Of course, that gives me that gives me a little joke. We have one of those at work, and I'm 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 very very happy to be where I'm at professionally. I'm I'm making big boy money. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and that's just the last little remnant of like high school job BS that I need to show those on our counter. Uh, I I bought it for uh for the Nerd Legion podcast because we made a yeah. joke about it one episode. And so I went on Amazon and bought it because it was like two ninety nine. Of course it was. Amazon's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, we gotta we gotta track when and where we put our sponsors. Of course. So by so the bells, the audio cue for Martin to clip that part out and send it to the sponsor. Of the week. <laughs> it all oh, makes sense. Oh man, see that's why Valiant is never gonna sponsor this podcast. It's funny too. For a long time, like I used to get emails, like requesting stuff from Valiant and I'm like dude like we just do the podcast like they don't sponsor us <laughs> you know what I mean like we don't get paid for this shit like if you want to send me five bucks like I'll do you a favor but uh, yeah no. yeah, Val- yeah Valiant gets the milk for free so why pay for it mm, get that mi- man that'd be a good episode title too we're gonna stick with Paul as a real boy poor guy I like that poor well, he's guy. a fancy lad he is a fancy lad Mm-hmm. He's a fancy lad. Jeff, I know you don't usually read the uh, the emails. Did you see all the new Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe covers that came out today? Yeah, yeah, that um, looks pretty awesome. I just hope that they start spitting out some some video. I actually I, I, I clicked on something on Facebook and I was like, oh, cool, there's gonna be a new preview. Because of course I only read what I want to read when it comes yeah, to these yeah. things. Yep. And it said it said you know no no CGI no teaser see Exo Man of War in the flesh or whatever. And I was like cool we're gonna get a video of you know Eric being Eric. And then it's like no look at these images. Mm-hmm. Like, images. <laughs> Aww. Nick did you see them? Well you you don't even buy comics you hate comics. Wow. I'm just kidding. Fired. Hey, by the way, <laughs> no, Nick, Nick is buying uh, the Exo Man of War because I sold them on the bundle. And, and Secret Weapons. Oh, and uh, Secret Weapons, yeah. Yeah. Yep. See, so, so as, much, as much shit as I talk about you, Valiant, I still promote your shit because I believe in you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I went right onto, the, I went right onto social and praised uh, the episode. Yep, yep, yep. Because yep. I, I never thought I was going to go back into my comic book store. <laughs> but something like that draws me in until Valiant, all of a sudden, all those extras that I got for pre-ordering, all of a sudden, they're available in the trade. Then I'll then I'll be off those pre-orders again. We'll see how it goes, Nick. I um... I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. I, uh, but I, I bought a Kindle. I bought maybe. a Kindle, Nick. Oh! Oh, look at you. Well, right, I, no, hold on. Why would you do that? 
Well, because I buy all my books from the Kindle store because uh, they cost like next to nothing. And I do Audible because, you know, it doesn't cost much and I work a lot. And it's easier to listen than to read sometimes. But anyway, so I got a Kindle and I buy all my shit on Amazon. And mm-hmm. Amazon Prime is free when you have it. So for it was like 50 bucks. It was on sale. Nice. So, I mean, a tablet for 50 bucks, whatever. Hell yeah. And I put yeah, my, I I put comicsology on it. Hold, hold on, Martin, will you? Alexa, congratulate Martin. <laughs> Alexa. Oh, I have mine on oh, mute. Ignoring me. Yeah, mine's no, on mute. Ignoring me. Mine's on mute. Mm. She she gets uppity sometimes. Anyways, we'll see. I might be uh, I might be doing some more jiggle. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask Siri questions. Yeah, see, Siri doesn't understand. No, oh, she just found me web results. No, dude, listen, I have a Kindle too, and it's awesome, but I. Now that I'm realizing all the stuff that I want to do on an Android plat- platform is just that much harder with the Kindle because you don't have access to the same app channels. Without, oh, like, contraire, my friend. Funky side-loading stuff that I don't really want to do. I oh, just am uh, like crap. So now I'm yeah. looking at having another tablet. See, I, you're, I don't, you're I don't ta- care about you're that You're talking stuff. to the wrong guy. Martin will find a way to do anything that he needs done on Dude, that, I can on do, device, I can do anything. So. I, I don't even run Windows in my house. There's no Windows in my house. Like, so tell him what search engine you Windows use, Martin. I don't, I don't, I don't even use Google. I use DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo.com. <laughs> That's right. And now I use DuckDuckGo, too. Google that. DuckDuckGo.com. <laughs> you, 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 you ever use Yandex? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't support Mother Russia. I can't do that. <laughs> my, my name, my name's not Donald Trump. I can't do that. My, uh, my I'm, I'm an American. Oh, you should try this. It's Yandex, and I'm pretty sure it runs on the same DuckDuckGo. Search <laughs> <It's> <laughs> engine that doesn't track you. I know it's not the only one that doesn't track you, but let's see. Porn. Here we go. Oh, uh, I have to turn the safe search yeah, off. Yeah, yes, to turn that off, because it's always uh, on strict. I'm going to tell you, if you look for centaur porn on that, good luck. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's a lot of porn. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this but, is but, but, you, but you don't get porn previews on DuckDuckGo. You know what I mean? Like on Google, you get porn previews. So if you're after porn, like stick with Google. If you want <laughs> actual information, DuckDuckGo.com. This episode of Valentine's Edge Podcast sponsored by DuckDuckGo. Porn. Go to DuckDuckGo.com oh. slash Central for more information. I'm going to try that right now. Is that a real thing? I don't know. Try it and see what happens. Slash. I'm going to shit a brick if it actually works. Right? Oh, wait a second. Hold on. I just erased the whole URL for some reason. Oh, uh, shame on you. Oh, what's going on? Yep, it sure does. It works. It gives you search results for Valiant Central. See? DuckDuckGo.com slash Valiant Central for all your Valiant Central needs. Yeah. Mm, man. Oh, wow. I forgot there was a WordPress website back in the day. That's still going? Wow. WordPress is terrible. (laughs) Podcast episode 21. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Look at this. Yeah, that was two years ago crazy oh 
Divinity number one, fourth print. Still, still reporting on the uh, the multiple printings back then, huh? Mm. Oh well, you know, Valiant Central used to be a website, Jeff. Yeah. Bef- before that it was, was a, a good website. It was a great website. I went from the my introduction to Valiant podcast went from Valiant effort. Hmm. Yes. Rest in peace. Uh, absolutely. Um. To. I would say VCP and then Valiant Central. That all happened real close to to one another. Hold on, aren't they the same thing? Or or sorry, sorry. Uh, I went on to your podcast. I went on to both of your podcasts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, okay, all right, VCR. Okay, okay. VCR, Uh, sorry. Um, No, that's fine. Then I I went over to Daryl and Mike. Just remember, R comes after P in the dictionary. But I got in through the trade because guess what? That's what I was reading at the time. Yeah, I still remember that too because I think you sent me a message on Twitter and I was like, who's this Nick guy? And then you're like, is that the guy who records with Josh? Why wouldn't Josh just reach out to me? No, no, I knew it was a different Nick. I knew it was a different Nick. Ah, okay. Yep, yep, yep. But that's um, why I thought it worked It worked for me because I'm like, I'm a new reader. He's a new reader to the universe. This yeah, all makes right. sense. Yep. Ah, uh, valiant effort. Josh is too busy nowadays. Well, just get Nick back on. You know, I told him, I said, look, Josh, we can get Casper Mattresses to sponsor this podcast. Yeah. And, and then you don't need to run your mattress store. He didn't believe me, though. I Well, I heard that they're going to be sponsoring uh, Nerdy Legion coming up soon. Oh, Casper Mattresses? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'll, I'll, quit, I'll quit talking about them then. Yeah, please. I'll quit talking no, about No them. cross-promotion. Yeah, they're not paying us for this program. We can't do that. Yeah, it's a it's an exclusive relationship that we've built. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, people that uh that have never listened to Nerd Legion podcast, Nick, they're gonna be like, "What is happening with the show right now? <laughs> it is so derailed right now, and these guys aren't even drunk." Well, speak That's for yourself. Happened. Yeah, I'm not drunk, but I, wine I came out. I did drink uh two glasses of wine since we've been recording, so Ooh, I feel pretty good. You don't like wine, Jeff? Come on, bro. I didn't say that. I just said, "Ooh, fancy." Oh, okay. You're a you're a you whiskey guy. I, you know, uh, I am. But you know, when I really like to drink wine is uh, watching Game of Thrones. Because huh. everybody in that show is drinking wine like all the time. So it's it's like it's one thing to watch it and get absorbed into the to the show and the characters and the plot threads and all the stuff that's going on whatever it's a completely other experience mm-hmm. to have that on top of like all these people are drinking wine and i'm drinking wine too <laughs> it's like i'm it's like i'm in the show oh. you know and he's doing it it's not just the good guys it's not just the bad guys it's not just the guys or the girls everybody's drinking wine on that show and it's so easy to put down like a bottle and a half sitting by yourself mm-hmm. hating your life watching game of thrones drinking wine it's great it's great. No, wine's great, dude. I don't I don't mess with white wine, but um, yeah, man, I'll, I'll drink me some red wine. And it's great because I don't get that far into it that I, I feel the need to spend any kind of money on it. Mm-hmm. You can buy a $10 bottle of wine, no problem. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, whatever. dude, not, not even that. So here's the thing. So when I go shopping for wine, like, I'll buy a bottle. Like, I'm okay spending, you know, 15, 20 bucks on a bottle. Not my wife. My wife always buys mm-hmm. boxes. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Well, because, you know, we both work long hours. And so come the weekend, like she works five days a week. I work six days a week. Come the weekends, like we want to relax, unwind, and have some wine. 
Um, and of course, like, if I want to drink all weekend on wine, because you know, it also happens that I podcast on weekends, so I, I want to be, you know, having a good time with a little bit of vino. Um, it's just it's just cheaper to do it that way, you know. So she, she'll get a box for each of us, and that'll usually last the whole weekend. Um, I think there's like three bottles in a box. Now, granted, it's not the best wine, but you know what? Like, once you've had like I don't know three or four glasses, it really doesn't matter. It all tastes yeah. The same. That's 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 just it. That's why I start with like the really good whiskey, and then I'm down to, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I gotta tell you, dude, I, I'm a little bit envious of that level of um, economy mm. or or efficiency that your old lady's rocking there with the box of wine. Oh, uh, she's she's very good. She's my accountant. I like that. I like that. I need I need I need that. I need yeah. a woman like that. You do. Yeah, give <laughs> give give him the uh, skinny girl story. No, we're not talking about skinny girl. Come on. No. It's such a good story. No. You can you tell the story. your wife. What? <laughs> no, we're not talking about this. Okay, fine. Nick, get with the program. Sorry. This is a What's Valiant podcast. Program. Valiant Central podcast. Never heard of it. Episode 130. Paul is a real boy. Paul's not even here, and he still gets title credits. <laughs> Absolutely. Son of a gun. This, no, so do we, not... do we want to play the game and talk about, talk about potential... Valiant video games, or no? Oh, I'd be down for that. All right. So here's what I really want, if if we're going to bring this thing back on track a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing this right, but I would really love to see a Valiant Musou game. You guys familiar with Musou games, if I'm saying that right? Musou? No. Musou. Uh, Are you familiar with Dynasty Warriors? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So you have one, like, super-powered guy that you play as, playable character, and you just mow down dozens and hundreds of completely underpowered, hapless jackasses. Hmm. Um, and then, like, they'll throw you, like, a boss fight every once in a while. Um, and one of my favorite games in this genre was an adaptation of the Fist of the North Star manga, uh, where what? in between every level... I didn't even know there was, was such a thing. What's that? The manga I, I, the I, knew, I knew the manga and the anime, but I've never played the game. I am so glad somebody else knows that Fist of the North Star is a thing. Oh, dude, Fist of the <laughs> North Star was the jam back in the days. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Uh, I am. I am home. <laughs> um, yeah, they did. Uh, they did one, uh, the first one, and that had like a full uh, English uh, dub release. Uh, and then they did a second one, which it was weird. The first one had a surprisingly deep combat system for the type of game it was, and you know, of course, you could play as, as you know all the super-powered martial arts guys and whatever. And then the second one was a little bit dumbed down, but you could play as more guys. And so I think they kind of took the depth of combat and just spread it across the sheer amount of, of characters you could play as. But it was only, uh, it was Japanese voice only and it was a weird thing with Sony of America if I understood this correctly that they would only allow a game to be released on physical media if there was um, an American audio uh, American Jesus I'm an idiot an English audio track so I ended huh. up downloading the second one what was really awesome about the second one is that all the scenes there were some like really beautiful animated CGI cutscenes but a lot of the stuff took place between the levels in a form of of motion comic really that used um 
you know, the game, the game assets. So they looked really good. Just, just think, um, you know, a couple of steps above the motion comics that we've seen before. Yeah, that, yeah. That Interesting. Put out, all right. In between. Um, yeah. And it covers from like the beginning all the way up until, uh, pretty, pretty much the end of, um, the manga. Um, most of the stuff in the anime, it's, it, it's more faithful to the, the manga than it is to the anime. Right. The anime had a lot of like weird filler stuff that, and, and some things played out a little bit differently. But um, yeah, it was it was really good. And then y- you had, uh, I think, the first one there was like five or six different characters that had their own story modes, mm-hmm. and they all took place on these like parallel lines to to one another. Um, so, you know, one level would be, you know, where this character was when this battle happened, but another level would be, you know, the same thing, but with a different character, whatever. Um, and then it had this, uh, th- these other modes called dream modes, where it was like, what if? Hmm. Right? You know, what if this happened differently? What if, whatever. So, I've always thought, even even back to the, the classic Valiant stuff, just think of Magnus, dude. Just think about, you know, obviously VI doesn't have Magnus, but just think about mowing down hundreds of robots. Just, just smashing through robots. You know, I think about all the stuff in VEI that that could apply to. Think about um, being EXO and you know taking on the Vine. Think about being Bloodshot and taking on you know a whole bunch of PRS soldiers, and then you got to fight the Chainsaw guys at the end of the level. That'd be cool. Yeah, I can, you know I'd, I'd be down for that. And then you get into this whole alternate timeline thing with bonus levels and shit like that. Uh, you know what what happened if uh, you know they sent Bloodshot in to take out Eric at the beginning of Unity? Instead of Harada and Ninjak and all this stuff, but just think about all those characters and all the times that they could be in a video game, just just mopping the floor with like dozens of guys. It would be great. They could do a whole Valiant Universe one, and I I don't know. I'd love to I'd love to see that. Look, Introduce- so 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 the 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 Valiant versus or Ninjak versus Valiant Universe thing is cool, but I think the the real opportunity really would have been the Ninjak game, and it would have been like a Splinter Cell type game. But with Ninjak, and that would have been so badass, dude. Like, hiding Ooh. inside the crates and all. You know what I mean? Sure. Like the whole shebang. I think I think that's that's where that's where Valiant needs to focus on. If they want to attract people that don't read comics, that are in a younger demographic, that are but are willing to spend money because obviously games aren't cheap. Um, I think that's what they need to be hitting at. Uh, and I think a Ninjak Splinter Cell type game would be the way to do it. Or one of them, at least. Think about it. It'd be badass. It's, yeah. It'd be badass. Sure. The, um, one I would, the one I would want is a choose-your-own-text-adventure. Advent- oh, my God. You're so Oh, old. no. Those aren't <laughs> even... You're going to talk no. about, like, the Telltale games, dude? Because yeah. those don't even count as... Hey, games. you know, those are popular, No, though. no. Hey, buddy, just to let you know, my wife has no interest in watching me behead people. <laughs> but give her a game where she's making a choice. Like she hates anything scary. Yeah. But un- but until dark, which is pretty much a horror film. Mm-hmm. But it's still like choose your own adventure. Which way should we go? Which choice should we make? She is down with that, yeah. and I can't play one minute without her. <laughs> so I want That's that awesome. type of a game, like a Telltale yeah. game or like a an after dark game. But I want it funny. And I want Archer and Armstrong. I want Fred Van Lente, Archer and Armstrong. 
Oh God, yes. Give me okay. that. That's what I want. All right. Just, just, just to clear the air on that, I, I, I say that half joking that those aren't really games. It's, it's, it's. No, if I would have said Day of the Tentacles, absolutely. Those games are <laughs> dead in the water. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Telltale. And Telltale's coming out with like six games every year, so mm-hmm. obviously somebody's buying those. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is that I, they're, they're, but they're using, I think for the most part, they're using established franchises, you know, Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, Batman. You can slap Walking Dead on anything. You can slap Walking Dead on a box of wine. Martin and his wife are going to buy it. Um, No, my, my wife's done with Walking Dead, bro. You know what? I actually, all right. Well, I should say me too, and we can talk about the, uh, <laughs> the, the particular season that I was just like, yeah, you know what? But you know that uh, the Batman, there was a Batman one, I think, which is pretty. Batman, fun. yeah, that Game was that was not bad. They have a they have a Guardians coming out, yeah. Game of Thrones, Wolf Among Us. Yeah, they have they they have quite a few franchises. I just want a Archer and Armstrong game that relies more on the comedy than the action. Because mm. that, that to me has always been Archer and Armstrong. I like I like the the craziness of the religious sect. I like just delving in and like I would I would be so down to read like, oh, here's some background text. Alright, yeah, let me let me dive into some of this crazy conspiracy theories. Yeah, but so what would be the genre though? Oh, it, it would be like a Telltale game. So it is a like Telltale, Like you're making yeah. choices. Yeah, you're making choices and you're running into characters and some you have to battle and then some you also have to – you could talk your way out of. So I'm guess, curious guess though. Guess like, what? A, an, an Armstrong might get drunk and want to hang with a lady friend. So maybe there's choices you have to pilot yourself through. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm curious how well those games – I mean I assume they do – they sell really well, right? Because, um, I mean, oh, yeah. c- critically, the Telltale games are really, really well. Like, critics love Telltale games. Um, I just don't know, like, how well they sell, but I assume they do okay. No, they I, just, I just figure uh, in the Valiant universe, it's very easy to, like, first-person shooter action game. I just want something a little different. No, that, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Um I think I think the thing with the Telltale games, a lot of them are going to owe their success to being involved with previously established franchises. And yeah, I right. Think, you know, very well known. Yeah, I mean, they did they did a Minecraft one, and boy, man, when I realized what that was when I started playing that, I was like, oh crap, because <laughs> 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 I love me some Minecraft, and I was expecting it to be, you know, a full on Minecraft game, just that you know, and somebody had built a scenario into and. Not that you can't get that for free, but you know. And I'm like, wait a second, what is it? Yeah. Like, I, I, I would think they would have to do something so radically different that it would have to make waves across the game industry and sell the franchise instead of trying to tack the franchise onto something that's already. To to be honest with you, when the Valiant was doing that card game, I I could go for that. Put, uh, put that on my iPad. Sign me up for that. Hmm. Just like a Magic the Gathering version, but in the Valiant universe. That would be awesome. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. Because there is one. On Steam. On Steam. And I hate to say I don't, did you, did I don't you... even know what that is. Oh, what? come on. Well, you're not part of the Master Race, so that's a problem. 
That's true. Listen, Jeff, I am not a did part you play of it? the Master Ace Caesar, but I no, you know what? No, because I haven't bought anything on Steam in a while, and I do have, I have a very, a pretty awesome laptop for the time in which I bought it. Yeah. And I definitely went on a binge of buying all the old PC shooters that I never had a chance to play as a kid. Doom, yep. Quake, all the Unreal games, all the Far Cry, all that stuff. I never, I didn't touch like a, a tenth of what I bought on there, so I kind of was like, mm. but yeah, they do have a, a card game on there, which is player versus player, too, I think. It's just a matter of how many people are, are really going to be on there. Yeah, I mean, the thing yeah. is, like, that, I can't remember what it's called, um, something Valiant Universe, but it's been in development for years, mm-hmm. because I remember them doing, they were doing beta, or alpha tests at uh, Collector's Paradise, and that was at least two years ago. Yep. Um, and they released an uh, an early alpha, or it was a beta. It was a beta last year, and it didn't play very different. And the game just came out. It was finally released just now. And I haven't played it, but from what I've seen and heard from other people that have, it doesn't seem like much has changed between the beta mm. and this final release. Um. And I mean the game is the game is fine. Like I like I like the mechanics of it. But it's not like engrossing. So Nick knows one of my favorite things to play. So I've got this PC that I, I spent a bunch of money on. Um half of what I spent on this PC by the way is just the graphics card. Um but <laughs> even with that, like I could play some awesome games, like really good looking games. And even through all that what I spend 95% of my time playing is Hearthstone, which I can probably just play like on my tablet or my phone. That's what, I, the Blizzard absolutely. one, right? Yeah, it's the Blizzard one. But see, so, so Hearthstone does really well with the, the game card mechanics. And if they had put a little bit more of that into this Valiant game, I think it would have been awesome. Because it's got like really interesting like RPG elements but within the card game, um, it just it never quite gets there. And like the the interface is weird because it's like little square boxes that you're playing your cards on. Um, huh. So like the anim- it's not like cool animation. Like the game board doesn't look like you're you're like in the game. You know, like that's why Hearthstone is cool. Like it's almost like you're playing chess but like in yeah in, you're you're in at life. the table yeah you're at the you're inside the table like moving yes. your pieces you know what i'm saying um yep. and i think it's a missed opportunity um oh, so sure. while, while i'm glad that they did it i don't know how well it's selling because i don't hear valiant folks talking about it like valiant fans um i think Adam, i don't i don't know what steam is but if that came out for something for my tablet or my phone, I might sign up for that. Yeah, and I'm surprised like that wasn't the target for it, to be honest. Um, yeah. Be- because it's not like a complicated game, so there's no reason to put it on a PC. For sure. Um, I don't know. Some of the most some some of the most complicated board games they've made apps of that are size wise nothing, but it plays like you're playing a five person like sitting around a table playing that board game like it is so authentic mm. and it and it makes you feel like you are playing against somebody that's just the computer it's really impressive so there's no way it 
the technology isn't there for them to do that. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> I can't even. Like, I can't even find this on Steam right now. Like, learn from Hearthstone. Like, that's popular for a reason. Learn from Overwatch. That's popular for a reason. Like, steals from that type of crap. Um, and that, well, oh, there it is. Yeah, Battles of the Valiant Universe. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right, I see it. What a very non-Valiant-looking logo amongst all these other logos <laughs> that they have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they only got, like, ten reviews on this, and it's still an early access game, too. Which means that they don't have they're they're basically selling it as like not a finished product. It's got everybody's giving it thumbs up, but these are probably all friggin' Valiant fans. Well, no, <laughs> no, wait, it's half and half. It's got mixed reviews. Oh so yeah, yeah. Here come the thumbs down. Five good and five bad. Um, you guys. So how you guys many are from that game company? Well, who knows? And I mean, all of the reviews are from early access people. Yeah, true. You know, um, and I mean, I had early access. I don't review it because I didn't feel like it was good enough to review. Oh. Like, regardless of what people think, okay, I don't like to just talk shit, talk shit about stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm going to talk shit about something, it's because I, I feel like I have a legit valid point. If I if it's shitty, like, it doesn't warrant my review. And in early access, it was shitty. Well, on, on the flip side, Martin, you also don't stroke something just because you feel like you have to stroke something either. I mean, sometimes I just got to stroke it, you know? I know. I hear you. Uh, you know how I know I'm getting tired. I didn't just jump right on that one. <laughs> they call me softcore for duck a go. reason. Back to duck go, duck go for you. <laughs> I was um, I just got one more thing and then we can wrap it up. I know Jeff Jeff's just ready to go to bed. He had too much whiskey. I got I gotta ask Jeff a question before you before we wrap this I up. I haven't drank it so long, dude. Jesus. So I was looking I, over the uh the the oh wait you have your question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know your location, Jeff, in the great old U.S. of A., um, but you said you never went to a comic book convention. How, uh, is, no. how is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, I've also I've never been to a game convention. I've never really been to any proper convention. You've um, never been to a gaming convention either? No, nothing. Uh, no anime wow. conventions. And those, those are all things that happen. The only way that I would really want to go to a comic book specific uh, convention would be if Valiant was there, and they don't do them uh, up in this area. I mean, I literally, I, I started, I started reading. It, it's the video games that got me into the comics. The Shadow Man mm -hmm. game got me into the old, old school Valiant back in the early 2000s, and then here I am still reading this stuff because it's awesome. But I just never, it's just never happened. I've only hmm. been reading comics for you know, 15, 16 years or so. You've been listening to the Valiant Central Podcast, episode 130, with Martin, Jeff, and Nick. Who's Paul? Nobody knows, but you can find him on Twitter, at Who's Paul. I'm at Geekvine. The show is at Valiant underscore Central. But Nick is the famous, infamous, really, at Nick Wetmore. You can email us, hello at NerdLegion.com. But really, what I want you to do is go to Facebook.com slash groups slash Valiant Central. Thanks for listening, and, uh, you know, 
Paul might be back next week. He might be fired. Who knows? Actually, I don't. I don't know if I'll be back next week. I might actually be off uh, the next couple of episodes because I've got a lot going on at work. But uh, somebody will fill in with Paul. Catch you next week. Bye. Co-fake Hey, uh, we have a new sponsor for this week. Ooh, do tell. I didn't. I didn't read our registry, so let me know. <laughs> This, uh, this, this episode is sponsored by The Magic Deck. Uh, you know what? When you, when you, when things ain't working right, ain't working things right. is rough, things mm-hmm. is hard, you got to get mm-hmm. that magic deck. Yeah. Magic deck. When you get that magic deck, it'll change your life. <laughs> so kids, get that magic deck and make it happen. Magic deck, That's right.